0: section eighty five of london labour and the london poor by henry mayhew volume one this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by peter yearsley the street folk part eighty five of the children street sellers of london when we consider the spirit of emulation of imitation of bravado of opposition of just or idle resentment among boys according to their training companionship natural disposition and above all home treatment it seems most important to ascertain how these feelings and inclinations are fostered or stimulated by the examples of the free street life of other lads to be seen on every side there is no doubt that to a large class of boys whose parents are not in poverty the young street ruffian is a hero if this inquiry be important as it unquestionably is concerning boys how much more important is it when it includes the female children of the streets when it relates to the sex who in all relations of life and in all grades of society are really the guardians of a people's virtue the investigation is again rendered more interesting and more important when it includes those children who have known no guidance from parent master or relative but have been flung into the streets through neglect through viciousness or as outcasts from utter destitution mixed with the children who really sell in the streets are the class who assume to sell that they may have the better chance to steal or the greater facility to beg before i classify what i consider to be the causes which have driven children to a street career with all its hardening consequences i may point out that culpability cannot be imputed to them at the commencement of their course of life they have been either untaught mistaught maltreated neglected regularly trained device or fairly turned into the streets to shift for themselves the censure then is attributable to parents or those who should fill the place of parents the state or society the exceptions to this culpability as regards parents are to be found in the instances where a costermonger employs his children to aid him in his business occupation which the parents in their ignorance or prejudices may account as good as any other and the youths thus become unfit perhaps for any other than a scrambling street life a second exception may be where the children in a poor family as continually happens among the irish in london must sell in the streets that they may eat in any place in the following details i shall consider all to be children who are under fifteen years of age it is just beyond that age or the age of puberty that as our prison statistics and other returns show criminal dispositions are developed, self-will becomes more imperious and headstrong, that destructive propensity or taste which we term the ruling passion or character of the individual is educed, and the destiny of the human being, especially when apart from the moulding and well-directed care of parents or friends, is influenced perhaps for life. The causes, then, Which fill our streets with children who either manifest the keen and sometimes roguish propensity of a precocious trader, the daring and adroitness of the thief, or the loutish indifference of the mere dull vagabond content if he can only eat and sleep, I consider to be these. One, the conduct of parents, masters, and mistresses. Two, the companionship and associations formed in tender years. Three, the employment of children by costermongers and others who live by street traffic, and the training of costermongers' children to a street life, four orphanhood, friendlessness, and utter destitution, five vagrant dispositions and tastes on the part of children which cause them to be runaways. After this, I shall treat of a the pursuits of the street trading children, b their earnings, c the causes or influences which have induced children to adopt some especial branch of a street life, d. their state of education, e. their morals, religion, opinions, and conduct, f. places and character of dwellings, g. diet, h. amusements, i. clothing, j. propensities. Concerning cause one, namely the conduct of parents masters and mistresses i should have more to say were i treating of the juvenile criminals instead of sellers in the streets the brute tyranny of parents manifested in the reeking of any annoyances or disappointments they may have endured in the passionate beating and cursing of their children for trifling or no causes is among the worst symptoms of a depraved nature this conduct may be the most common among the poor for among them are fewer conventional restraints but it exists among and debases other classes some parents only exercise this tyranny in their fits of drunkenness and make that their plea in mitigation but their dispositions are then only the more undisguisedly developed and they would be equally unjust or tyrannical when sober but for some selfish fear which checks them a boy perhaps endures this course of tyranny some time and then finding it increase he feels its further endurance intolerable and runs away if he have no friends with whom he can hope to find a shelter the streets only are open to him he soon meets with comrades some of whom perhaps had been circumstanced like himself and if not strongly disposed to idleness and vicious indulgences goes through a course of horse-holding, errand-running, parcel-carrying, and such like, and so becomes, if honestly or prudently inclined, a street-seller, beginning with fusees or nuts or some unexpensive stock. The where to buy and the how to sell, he will find plenty to teach him at the lodging-houses, where he must sleep when he can pay for a bed." when i was collecting information concerning brace selling i met with a youth of sixteen who about two years previously had run away from birmingham and made his way to london with two shillings and sixpence although he earned something weekly he was so pinched and beaten by a stepmother his father was seldom at home except on sunday that his life was miserable this went on for nearly a year until the boy began to resist and one Saturday evening, when beaten as usual, he struck in return, drawing blood from his stepmother's face. The father came home before the fray was well-ended, listened to his wife's statement, and would not listen to the boy's, and in his turn chastised the lad mercilessly. In five minutes after, the boy, with aching bones and a bitter spirit, left his father's house and made his way to London, where he was then vending cheap braces. This youth could neither read nor write, and seemed to possess no quickness or intelligence. The only thing of which he cared to talk was his stepmother's treatment of him. All else was a blank with him. In comparison, this was the one burning recollection. I may here observe that I heard of several instances of children having run away and adopted a street life, in consequence of the violence of stepmothers far more than of stepfathers, I cite the foregoing instance as the boy's career was exactly that i have described but the reader will remember that in the many and curious narratives i have collected how often the adult street seller has begun such a life by being a runaway from domestic tyranny had this birmingham boy been less honest or perhaps less dull it would have been far easier for him to have become a thief than a street trader to the gangs of young thieves a new boy who is not known to the police is often as a smart young pickpocket then known as the cock sparrow described it to me a godsend my readers will remember that in the collected statements of the street folk there are several accounts of runaways but they were generally older than the age i have fixed and it was necessary to give an account of one who comes within my classification of a child I did not hear of any girls who had run away from their homes having become street sellers merely. They more generally fall into a course of prostitution, or sometimes may be ostensibly street sellers as a means of accosting men, and, perhaps, for an attractive pretense to the depraved, that they are poor innocent girls struggling for an honest penny. If they resort to the low lodging houses, where the sexes are lodged indiscriminately, their ruin seems inevitable. 2. That the companionship and associations formed in tender years lead many children to a street life is so evident that I may be brief on the subject. There are few who are in the habit of noting what they may observe of poor children in the streets and quieter localities who have not seen little boys playing at marbles or gambling with halfpennies, farthings, or buttons with other lads and who have laid down their basket of nuts or oranges to take part in the play. The young street-seller has probably more half-pence at his command, or at any rate in his possession, than his non-dealing playmates. He is also in the undoubted possession of what appears a large store of things for which poor boys have generally a craving and a relish. Thus the little itinerant trader is envied and imitated." this attraction to a street career is very strong i have ascertained among the neglected children of the poor when the parents are absent at their work on a saturday morning some little time since i was in a flagged court near drury lane a wretched place which was full of children of all ages the parents were nearly all i believe then at work or on the lookout for a job as porters in covent garden market and the children played in the court until their return in one corner was a group of four or five little boys gambling and squabbling for nuts of which one of the number was a vendor a sharp-looking lad was gazing enviously on and i asked him to guide me to the room of a man whom i wished to see he did so and i gave him a penny on my leaving the court i found this boy the most eager of the players gambling with the penny i had given him i had occasion to return there a few hours after and the same lad was leaning against the wall with his hands in his pockets as if suffering from listlessness he had had no luck with the nut covey he told me but he hoped before long to sell nuts himself he did not know his age but he appeared to be about eleven only last week i saw this same lad hawking a basket very indifferently stocked with oranges He had raised a shilling, he said, and the early bird, the nickname of a young street seller, had put him up to the way to lay it out. On my asking if his father, a journeyman butcher, knew what he was doing, he replied that so long as he didn't bother his father, he could do what he pleased, and the more he kept out of his, the father's, way, the better he would be liked and treated.' The association of poor boys and girls with the children of the costermongers and of the Irish fruit-sellers who are employed in itinerant vending is often productive of a strong degree of envy on the part of unemployed little ones, who look upon having the charge of a basket of fruit to be carried in any direction as a species of independence. 3. The employment of children by costmongers and others who live by street traffic, and the training of costamongers' children to a street life is the ordinary means of increase among the street folk. The children of the costermongers become necessarily, as I have already intimated, street dealers, and perhaps more innocently than in any other manner, by being required, as soon as their strength enables them, to assist their parents in their work, or sell trifles single-handed for the behoof of their parents the child does but obey his father and the father does but rear the child to the calling by which his daily bread is won this is the case particularly with the irish who often have large families and bring them with them to london there are moreover a great number of boys anybody's children as i heard them called who are tempted and trained to pursue an open-air traffic through being engaged by costermongers or small tradesmen to sell upon commission or as it is termed for bunce in the curious and almost in every instance novel information which i gave to the public concerning the largest body of the street-sellers the costermongers this word bunce probably a corruption of bonus bona being the slang for good first appeared in print the mode is this a certain quantity of saleable and sometimes of not very saleable commodities is given to a boy whom a costermonger knows and perhaps employs, and it is arranged that the young commission agent is to get a particular sum for them, which must be paid to the costermonger, i will say three shillings, that being somewhere about the maximum. For these articles, the lad may ask and obtain any price he can and whatever he obtains beyond the stipulated three shillings is his own profit or bunce the remuneration thus accruing to the boy-vendor of course varies very materially according to the season of the year the nature of the article and the neighbourhood in which it is hawked much also depends upon whether the boy has a regular market for his commodities whether he has certain parties to whom he is known and upon whom he can call to solicit custom if he has of course his facilities for disposing of his stock in trade are much greater than in the case of one who has only the chance of attracting attention and obtaining custom by mere crying and bawling penny apiece cauliflowers five bunches a penny radishes and such like the irish boys call this having a back an old hibernian phrase formerly applied to a very different subject and purpose another cause of the abundance of street dealers among the boyish fraternity whose parents are unable or unwilling to support them is that some costers keep a lad as a regular assistant whose duty it is to pull the barrow of his master about the streets and assist him in crying his wares Sometimes the man and the boy call out together, sometimes separately and alternately, but mostly the boy alone has to do this part of the work, the coster's voice being generally rough and hoarse, while the shrill sound of that of the boy re-echoes throughout the street along which they slowly move, and is far more likely to strike the ear and consequently to attract attention than that of the man. This mode of practising the voice is however perfectly ruinous to it as in almost every case of this description we find the natural tone completely annihilated at a very early age and a harsh hoarse guttural disagreeable mode of speaking acquired in addition to the costers there are others who thus employ boys in the streets the hawkers of coal do so invariably and the milkmen especially those who drive cows or have a cart to carry the milk pails in once in the streets and surrounded with street associates the boy soon becomes inured to this kind of life and when he leaves his first master will frequently start in some branch of costermongering for himself without seeking to obtain another constant employment this mode of employing lads and on the whole perhaps they are fairly enough used by the costermongers and generally treated with great kindness by the costers wives or concubines is, I am inclined to think, the chief cause of the abundance and even increase of the street-sellers of fish fruit and vegetables. For to orphanhood friendlessness and utter destitution the commerce of the streets owes a considerable portion of its merchants a child finds himself or herself an orphan the parents having been miserably poor he or she lives in a place where street folk abound it seems the only road to a meal and a bed and the orphan starts with a few lucifer matches bootlaces nuts or onions it is the same when a child without being an orphan is abandoned or neglected by the parents and, perhaps without any injunctions either for or against such a course is left to his or her own will to sell or steal in the streets v the vagrant dispositions and tastes of lads and it may be now and then somewhat of a reckless spirit of adventure which in our days has far fewer fields than it once had is another cause why a street life is embraced Lads have been known to run away from even comfortable homes, through the mere spirit of restlessness, and sometimes they have done so, but not perhaps under the age of fifteen, for the unrestrained indulgence of licentious passions. As this class of runaways, however, do not ordinarily settle into regular street sellers, but become pickpockets, or trade only with a view to cloak their designs of theft, i need not further allude to them under this head i now come to the second part of my subject the pursuits and so on of the children in street avocations as i have shown in my account of the women street sellers there is no calling which this body of juveniles monopolize none of which they are the sole possessors but some are principally in their hands and there are others again to which they rarely incline among the wares sold by the boys and girls of the streets are money bags lucifer matchboxes leather straps belts firewood common and also patent that is dipped into an inflammable composition fly papers a variety of fruits especially nuts oranges and apples onions radishes watercresses cut flowers and lavender mostly sold by girls sweetbriar india rubber garters and other little articles of the same material, including elastic rings to encircle rolls of paper music, toys of the smaller kinds, cakes, steel pens and pen holders with glass handles, exhibition medals and cards, gelatin cards, glass and other cheap seals, brass watch guards, chains and rings, small tinware, nutmeg graters, and other articles of a similar description, such as are easily portable, iron skewers, Fusees, shirt buttons, boot and stay laces, pins, and more rarely needles, cotton bobbins, Christmasing, holly and other evergreens at Christmastide, May flowers, coat studs, toy pottery, blackberries, groundsel and chickweed, and clothes pegs. There are also other things which children sell temporarily, or rather in the season. This year I saw lads selling wild birds' nests with their eggs, such as hedge sparrows, minnows in small glass globes, roots of the wild early orchis, orchis mascula, and such like things found only out of town, independently of the vending of these articles, there are many other ways of earning a penny among the street boys among them are found tumblers, mudlarks, water-jacks, Ethiopians, ballad-singers, bagpipe boys. The variety of street musicians, especially Italian boys with organs, Billingsgate boys or young roughs, Covent Garden boys, porters and shoe blacks, a class recently increased by the ragged school brigade, a great many lads are employed also in giving away the cards and placards of advertising and puffing tradesmen, and around the theatres are children of both sexes, along with a few old people, offering playbills for sale but this is an occupation less pursued than formerly as some managers sell their own bills inside the house and do not allow any to pass from the hands of the printer into those of the former vendors again amid the employment of this class may be mentioned the going on errands and carrying parcels for persons accidentally met with holding horses sweeping crossings but the best crossings are usually in the possession of adults carrying trunks for any railway traveller to or from the terminus, and carrying them from an omnibus when the passenger is not put down at his exact destination. During the frosty days of the winter and early spring, some of these little fellows used to run along the footpath, Baker Street was a favourite place for this display, and keep pace with the omnibuses, not merely by using their legs briskly, but by throwing themselves every now and then on their hands and progressing a few steps so to speak with their feet in the air this was done to attract attention and obtain the preference if a job were in prospect done too in hopes of a halfpenny being given the urchin for his agility i looked at the hands of one of these little fellows and the fleshy parts of the palm were as hard as soling leather as hard indeed as the soles of the child's feet for he was barefooted at the doors of the theatres and of public places generally boys are always in waiting to secure a cab from the stand their best harvest being when the night has turned out wet after a fine day boys wait for the same purpose lounging all night and until the place closes about the night houses casinos saloons and so on and sometimes without receiving a penny there are again the very many ways in which street boys employed to help other people when temporary help is needed, as when a cabman must finish the cleaning of his vehicle in a hurry, or when a porter finds himself overweighted in his truck. Boys are, moreover, the common custodians of the donkeys on which young ladies take invigorating exercise in such places as Hampstead Heath and Blackheath. At pigeon-shooting matches, they are in readiness to pick up the dead birds, and secure the poor fluttering things which are hard hit by the adventurous sportsman without having been killed they have their share again in the picking of currants and gooseberries the potling of strawberries in weeding and so on and so on and though the younger children may be little employed in haymaking or in the more important labours of the corn harvest they have their shares both with and without the company of their parents in the hopping in fine there is no business carried on to any extent in the streets or in the open air but it will be found that boys have their portion thus they are brought into contact with all classes another proof of what i have advanced touching the importance of this subject it will be perceived that under this head i have had to speak far more frequently of boys than of girls for the boy is far more the child of the streets than is the girl the female child can do little but sell when a livelihood is to be gained without a recourse to immorality the boy can not only sell but work the many ramifications of child life and of child work in our teeming streets which i have just enumerated render it difficult to arrive at a very nice estimation of the earnings of the street boys and girls the gains of this week are not necessarily the gains of the next there is the influence of the weather there may be a larger or a smaller number of hands taking a turn at any particular calling this week than in its predecessor and above all there is that concatenation of circumstances which street sellers include in one expressive word luck i mean the opportunities to earn a few pence which on some occasions present themselves freely and at others do not occur at all such luck however is more felt by the holders of horses and the class of waiters upon opportunity so to speak than by those who depend upon trade i believe however both in consequence of what i have observed and from the concurrent testimony of persons familiar with the child life of london streets that the earnings of the children when they are healthful and active are about the same in the several capacities they exercise the waiter on opportunity the lad on the lookout for a job may wait and look out all day bootlessly but in the evening some fortunate chance may realize him a whole tanner all in a lump in like manner the watercress girl may drudge on from early morning until cresses are wanted for tea and with a connection and a tolerably regular demand earn no more than the boy's sixpence and probably not so much one of the most profitable callings of the street child is in the sale of christmasings but that is only for a very brief season the most regular returns in the child's trade are in the sale of such things as watercresses or any low-priced article of daily consumption, wherever the youthful vendor may be known. I find it necessary to place the earnings of the street children higher than those of the aged and infirm. The children are more active, more persevering, and perhaps more impudent. They are less deterred by the weather and can endure more fatigue in walking long distances than old people this however relates to the boys more especially some of whom are very sturdy fellows the oranges which the street children now vend at two a penny leave them a profit of fourpence in the shilling to take one shilling and sixpence with a profit of sixpence is a fair day's work to take one shilling with a profit of fourpence is a poor day's work the dozen bunches of cut flowers which a girl will sell on an average day at one penny a bunch cost her sixpence that sum being also her profit these things supply i think a fair criterion the children's profits may be sixpence a day and including sunday trade three shillings and sixpence a week but with the drawbacks of bad weather they cannot be computed at more than two shillings and sixpence a week the year through the boys may earn twopence or threepence a week on an average more than the girls except in such things which i shall specify under the next head as seem more particularly suited for female traffic of the causes which influence children to follow this or that course of business when a street career has been their choice or their lot i have little to say it seems quite a matter of chance even where a preference may exist a runaway lad meets with a comrade who perhaps sells fusees and he accordingly begins on fusees one youth of whom i have given an account but he was not of child's estate began his street career on fly papers when children are sent into the streets to sell on account of their parents they of course vend just what their parents have supplied to them if on their own hook They usually commence their street career on what it is easiest to buy and easiest to sell. A few nuts or oranges bought in Duke's Place, lucifer boxes or small wares. As their experience increases, they may become general street sellers. The duller sort will continue to carry on the trades that anyone with ordinary lungs and muscle can pursue. All a fellow wants to know to sell potatoes said a master street seller to me is to tell how many tanners make a bob and how many yenaps a tanner note how many sixpences make a shilling and how many pence a sixpence end note the smarter and bolder lads ripen into patterers or street performers or fall into theft for the class of adventurous runaways the patterers or rather the paper-working patterers life with its alternations of town and country Fairs and hangings, the bustle of race-grounds and the stillness of a village has great attractions. To a pattering and chaunting career, moreover, there is the stimulus of that love of approbation and of admiration as strong among the often penniless professionals of the streets as on the boards of the opera-house. Perhaps there is not a child of either sex now a street-seller who would not tomorrow if they thought they could clear a penny or two a day more by it quit their baskets of oranges and sell candle-ends or old bones or anything in a street career and most especially when united with a lodging-house existence there is no daintiness of the senses and no exercise of the tastes the question is not what do i like best to sell but what is likely to pay me best This cannot be wondered at, for if a child earn but fivepence a day on apples and can make sixpence on onions, its income is increased by 20%. The trades which I have specified as in the hands of street children are carried on by both sexes. I do not know that even the stock in trade which most taxes the strength is more a boy's than a girl's pursuit. A basket of oranges or of apples is among the heaviest of all the stocks hawked by children and in those pursuits there are certainly as many or rather more girls than boys such articles as fly papers money bags tins fusees and christmasing are chiefly the boys sale cut flowers lavender watercresses and small wares are more within the trading of the girls the callings with which children do not meddle are those which require patter. Some of the boys very glibly announce their wares, and may be profuse now and then, in commendations of their quality, cheapness, and superiority, but it requires a longer experience, to patter, according to the appreciation of a perhaps critical street audience. No child, for instance, ventures upon the sale of grease-removing compositions, corn-salve, or the trial and execution of thomas drury with an affecting copy of Wurses. a gentleman remarked to me that it was rather curious that boys playthings such as marbles and tops were not hawked by street juveniles who might be very well able to recommend them i do not remember to have seen any such things vended by children End of section 85